welcome to a, another episode of the Just Some Magic podcast. I am your host, Morgan, and here on Just Some Magic, we like to share people's most magical moments in the theme parks. Today, I have one of my favorite content creators, and I'm friends with a lot of content creators, but this content creator in particular really got me through COVID. It, she was so light and so bubbly, and she moved all the way down to Orlando to pursue her content creating dreams and has done wonderful things, and I always love her content, but today we have Deanna. Hi, Deanna. How are you today? Hi. Hello. I'm so excited to have you on today. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Yes. And so back in the day, your original Instagram name was what again? It was Magical Done Mama. So magical underscore D-U-N-N Mama. <laughs> oh my gosh. And then you switched it. And so why yes. and why the switch? I would love to know. So when I started my account, it was to buy, uh, sell and trade Ray Dunn ceramics. They're like the ceramics that you see at like TJ Maxx. They're like plain white and they say like a word on it. Yes. If it's like a coffee cup, it says coffee on it. Yes. Stuff like that. So it's so cute and stylish. I was really into them at the time. Yeah, they're <laughs> but there's like a whole world of buying and selling and trading them. It's like a thing. <laughs> so I made my account really to do that because we were in Ohio at the time. That's where my husband's from. We were there for 10 months only. And that was during COVID. So I was sort of stuck there with nothing to do. And I made a page separate from like my own private account to trade and sell Ray Dunn ceramics. And um, then we moved back to Orlando shortly after I started my account. And I started like going back to the parks again and stuff. And it just, I sort of outgrew the title because that's when I started like creating content once we got back to Florida. And yeah, I just didn't fit me anymore. It was, I was happy to change it. And you guys, don't worry. I'll have all the links in the show notes. You guys can follow her and all of her adventures. But um, so now what? So you started off with Ray Dunn and then now you're doing mm -hmm. Disney content. I remember the early days, too, of your Disney content of you making awesome, funny TikToks in your bathroom and stuff. And they were so yes. hilarious and so relatable. I was like, this girl. Oh, my gosh. She's amazing. I want to be your friend. <laughs> Mostly everything was done in my bathroom. <laughs> I was just re-watching a couple of videos and from when I first started and I was like, oh my goodness, these are so cringe and they're all in my bathroom. Aww. But yeah, that's where I did most of it. Um, and then we got our passes back and I started coming to the parks all the time. And my account um, took off really because of reels, because I taught myself to make reels just for fun, not for like any other purpose than just because I was scrolling and saw other people doing them and I thought it would be fun. Um, so I watched some YouTube videos on like how to edit them and I just started, you know, making them and that is what I think really set me off on my journey. Yes. And you're very successful doing it. Again, your content comes from a place of like relate relatability and your love of the theme parks and that kind of thing, which yes. I think, and like you said, you weren't doing it to get famous, but that's what ended up happening. And I feel like the opposite happens for the people that try so hard to get famous. It, it doesn't pan out for them when you're just doing yeah. it genuine and fun. So that's yes. wonderful. Thank oh you. 
Oh my gosh. Um, and then to, correct me if I'm wrong, but do I remember you saying like, you know, you're, you had a certain goal you wanted to meet, whether it be on your social media and then your and then you, that was how you and your husband moved back or your whole family. I'm sorry. Your whole family moved back down to Orlando. Was that, am I correct in that memory? Or yeah, that was me. Yeah. He said when, so we were living in Gainesville after Ohio, that's where we landed. Um, so we could get back to Florida as quickly as possible. <laughs> and he had said, if you get to 50,000 followers, then we will go to Orlando. And that's what happened. We moved to Orlando from, it was, the week of Halloween that we moved. So, and I was so grateful because traveling back and forth, you know, to capture content and whatnot, it got to be, you know, a lot as I grew and was being invited to things, I was having to go from Gainesville to Orlando, like multiple times a week. And so it was just, it was a good move for us. So. Absolutely. And, um, you have children and yes. how, how did they like that transition? And then going, you know, oh, going they, to mom to, with work, you know, to the parks. Yeah. How would that be? <laughs> exactly. My son had just started kindergarten in August. So he was a little upset to leave his initial kindergarten teacher. But when we got here, he just fell in love with the school here. So he transitioned really nicely. And Adelina, my daughter, is like my little sidekick. So she just goes with me wherever I go. So she is always excited to go to the theme parks. Oh my gosh. And the name was Adelina? Adelina. Yes. That is a gorgeous name I've never heard of. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Yeah. You are like my literal goals. Like I say, like, I would love to grow the podcast and make it my full-time job one day, but I want to be able to be like, okay, we're going to go to work. Mom's going to go to work. And the kids are like, I want to come too. Like that, you are my goals. (laughs) That is exactly what Uh I eventually want to do um, just with my podcast. So absolutely. And um, would you like to- You will do it. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I like that your husband had like a goal, like, okay, 50K, like that's the- (laughs) You know, I have that bigger goal, but I think I need little smaller goals of like hitting these milestones and these landmarks. And um, yes, and me too. I know, yeah, and I know this won't come off braggy because I know you're a really good person. But like, what are what um what is your follower count now that you've been in Orlando and make probably making content even more? I think today I'm at seventy nine point seven thousand followers, something like that. Yeah, is that so. on Instagram or TikTok? Instagram. And Instagram is harder to get followers than TikTok. It is way hard. Well, I feel like for me, it's the opposite. I struggle really hard on TikTok. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I only have like 23,000 followers on TikTok. I really struggle there. I'm not sure why, but for Instagram has always been like my platform, I think. Even though I have like YouTube and TikTok and I do all of it, it's just for one reason. For some reason, Instagram is... Instagram loves you the most. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. Well, before we get into questions to get, you know, get to know you even more, how about you give us a little teaser of what your most magical moment is that you're going to be sharing with us today? My magical moment has to do with fireworks and Epcot. Ooh, I wonder. I'm, I'm thinking magical moment. I'm like, is it the harmony? It has a, any relation to the harmonious barges because those were ugly. But <laughs> that was a celebration in itself that they're gone. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. I think those barges. <laughs> anyway. I anyway. Know. Um. 
Well, Deanna, oh, and I, before we get into the questions too, you are really big into style, hence Deanna style. Is it styles or style? Style. Okay. You're not married to Harry Styles. Got it. Got it. Got no. it. <laughs> and also, if you guys are watching the video on YouTube or on Spotify where they have the video podcast, you got your cute cl- um, outfits in the background. Like I love the pinks and the aesthetic and Disney. I love it. But what is like your biggest fashion inspiration? What is something do you kind of do more Disney bound or more casual styles? Like what's your personal fashion style? So I wouldn't say that I Disney bound at all. I normally just um, dress to my surroundings or theme it to that. Uh, For example, um, if I'm going to be like in front of Cosmic Rewind, I always do um, at Epcot in, what is that, Future World? Future World? Yes. Um, Actually, yeah. The, the space side, future world side the, yes, of Epcot. Exactly. <laughs> Cosmic Rewind is the new Guardians of the Galaxy coaster for those that don't know. And it is so incredibly fun. Have, also, yes, have you gotten all the songs favorite. yet? I have not. That's a whole nother thing. <laughs> I have not. <laughs> but uh, I seem to always get the same song over and over and over and over and over and for a while it was just that song and i finally broke my streak but i still haven't gotten all the songs okay what's the song you kept getting over and over and over i kept getting september over and over which is amazing because i love that one um but i had only ever gotten september and everybody wants to rule the world just once so every other time was just september And then I kept going on and on and on and on. Same song every time. But I realized that I was loading on the left side every time that I went on the ride. And then most recently when I went with my friend and broke my streak, we loaded on the right side of the queue. So on the opposite side. And then I finally got two different songs. So I'm like, Hmm. This is suspicious that, yeah, I'm like, is it by the side? Because everybody has like their own theories of like how the songs are chosen. But for me, I didn't get a different song until we switched sides. So, oh my gosh, maybe it's like, you know, the lottery (laughs) machine and people have, like you said, their superstitions of like, okay, if I stay at this machine for this long, but the second they have that superstition, the second I leave, they're going to get the jackpot. Whoever's yes. Somebody told me that if you like tell the cast member the song that you want, that they'll choose it for you. I'm like, I don't think that's, I don't think that's right. But I've heard all different theories about Cosmic Rewind. I would love to know other people's theories because I've only done it twice and I've gotten Everybody Wants to Rule the World and Conga. And I did both the left side. And I will say this, when I got Conga, as my very first song, I was very confused. I and you know, we're go- <laughs> I, I was like, "Wait, what? Is this the right song? Did someone like hijack the music system? Yeah. It, it just seemed slightly <laughs> out of place." But it was very, very fun. But everybody wants to rule the world. I think is out of the two, I like that one much better. But yeah, mm-hmm. but you'll have to keep us updated and let us know if you've gotten the other songs for yes. sure. And I didn't ride during Christmas, so I didn't get to experience. <sighs> Like Run Run Rudolph or whatever. Ooh, they, I, I think they had two songs, but I don't remember what the second one was. I didn't even know they did a Christmas overlay. Oh my yeah, gosh. They, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Well, we need. And I think that the cast member told me that they're going to be doing it again, but that they're going to be choosing different songs. So that's going to be good. Oh my gosh, that'll be really fun. Did you see the Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas um, special that they did? I didn't, no. But I did see the new movie and that was excellent. Oh yes, I lots loved of it. tears. Lots of tears. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just all the animals. Oh, but I know we're getting off chap- topic, yeah. but back to your style. So if you're in Future World, yes. Cosmic Rewind, what are you wearing? <laughs> so I would sort of do um, like a retro look is what I would do for Cosmic Rewind. All of the merchandise for Cosmic Rewind is really retro um, looking, the designs that they chose for it. So I wore um, like a groovy sort of dress with some groovy sunglasses. And for my prop, I used the actual like Guardians of the Galaxy mixtape that they have. So my outfit isn't necessarily a bound ever because I don't ever like just wear colors to look like a character. My outfit is usually something that I would normally wear in my day to day um, life. And then I accessorize with like Mickey ears or a prop that would be something that you would see in in the movie or on the ride. for Remy's Ratatouille adventure in France, I actually used like Gusto's cookbook one time, but then my outfit would just be like very French inspired. So, oh yes, very clean, sleek line. <laughs> yes. yes, yes, yes. Oh my gosh, and I love that too because it's, you know, the the t- tough side of Disney bounding is you want to get those colors on point or exactly like the character that you're trying to Disney bound. And I like your approach to it because it's very practical, but you do it in such a great fashionable way. So it's not to say that either one is better, but yours is probably more um, budget friendly because it is expensive to go to the parks and get the latest lounge fives and buy the merch. And, you know, and I think you have more of a longevity to what you're doing yeah. and you could probably reuse pieces a lot more than just yes I do them. all the time mm-hmm. yeah just like different statement pieces that I can use all, you know wherever even if it's not Disney Universal too or anywhere I go really mm-hmm. yes and you mentioned Universal um, yes. have you done any recent looks and also at the time of this recording Halloween Horror Nights is only I think someone said 43 days away are you a Horror Nights fan I can't wait Okay, I am good. a huge Horror Nights fan. I will be there opening night. I, we usually would get a frequent fear pass. It's my favorite Universal um, event. Although right now I have a love affair with Minions Land. I absolutely think it's amazing. Oh, yes. And um, that just opened. Gotten, or, yeah, that it opened. Oh, the soft opening of the ride just opened. But yes, no, that was yeah. two days ago. I haven't done that yet, but I've been going, I want to say a couple times a week to Minions Land. It's very small, but I just love it so much. It's just something different. And the food has been really good. And Ooh. yeah, I do. I did a Minions look um, in front of the new cafe. And I did um, a look in front of the new Bake My Day little It's like a store slash like they have like a case of all different minions, treats and whatnot. So I did a look for that and I do universal looks all the time too. Yes. Because honestly, like Universal has a lot of creative properties that you can make really fun and cute outfits off of. And yeah. I, I wish I had more time 
um, to do stuff like that. But I already have, I've already been planning my, my horror nights look. Cause I, I hope to get a frequent yes. fear pass as well. Horror nights is <laughs> such an epic event and I'm glad you're showing some love to universal because they are amazing too. And yes. I think I am always there. I feel like I'm there even more than Disney a little bit lately. I don't, I think it might just be my mood. I know. I feel like I'm cheating on Disney a little bit, but I don't know if it's Minions Land or what, but, and my kids too. My kids um, are, well, my daughter is just now 40 inches. So she's able to ride some attractions that she could never ride before. So recently they went on Transformers and Spider-Man. And so Ooh. when they want to go to a park, they're like, let's go to Universal. And my son really loves King Kong. And he's probably the only person that likes that ride. <laughs> but that he just is- loves it so much. <laughs> that weight is so hard for what the yeah. ride is if the result exactly. was better it would be more yes that is but good on him for so, showing that ride some love <laughs> oh i know yeah that's what I, i'm like he's the only person and we go like right before they close so that we don't have to wait in it so smart smart but <laughs> i'm oh. like i'm not staying in that queue <laughs> no like, way honey, i love you would you like a exactly. toy or a churro oh. or something else let's go to the jurassic park yes let's go to the playground the jurassic park area let's do that but okay i let's talk about that for a minute because i do not have children but one day my friend and i we were like let's just explore this area and see what it's all about because it's so like out of the main walking way that if you were you know we're heading to um the water ride or velocicoaster you're completely missing it it is so intricate that Jurassic Park play area it is so cool do you want to describe it to those that haven't been in it honestly there is just so many hidden like caves and caverns for the kids to run through they have a water feature at one section of it like a little splash pad sort of they that they have like dinosaur sounds all through it And if you go in there at night, they're very loud. You can barely hear them during the day. But if you walk through there at nighttime, it's actually like I've jumped a couple times not expecting it. Um, And then there is an attraction actually inside of the Jurassic Camp there, which you can only ride if you have a child with you for the most part. Um, Pteranodon flyers. I literally yes. borrowed my friend's kid. I'm like, I re- this is like the one ride I haven't done at Universal. Can I borrow X, Y, and Z and go ride this? And honestly, have you have you done I'm that scared. ride? Yes, yes, it's scary to me. It goes a lot faster than you think. Even just looking at it, yes. it doesn't look that fast. Yeah, it's like, oh, we're just gliding. And then it swings you around a turn and you're, and like, you're like, um, <laughs> yes. A little more and thrilling you just than have that like years. little lap thing. <laughs> I was like holding on to my daughter's chair. I'm like, oh my gosh, she was just fine, laughing, loved it. I was, I was like having anxiety. In the yeah, back. you're like, it's not very me? long. But, yeah, it's, I'm like, am I gonna fall out? I was not because ex- you're just going along, and then when you hit the turn, it swings you out. Yes, and then it picks up. And I was not expecting that. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, and you come in hot at the end. Like, you come in really hot before you get to, like, get off the ride. So, yeah, if you have a – it's an experience. But the play (laughs) area is really cool. My kids love it. 
Yes. Oh, it's it's so good. It's nice to actually chat with someone who has actually done the ride and has the same experience as me. I'm like, this went a yeah. lot faster than I thought it was going to. <laughs> I yes, I was not. Ex- I was expecting just a sort of casual, slow. I don't know. I don't know. It was, it, it was something different than I thought, but my kids love it. So I kind of have to brave it a little. I probably would not go on it yes. if my kids didn't, <laughs> didn't love it. There you go. Okay, wait. Would you rather go on Kong or one time and wait an hour? Because it's usually an hour and that's being nice. Mm-hmm. Sometimes there's more. Or ride Toronto on flyers in a row 10 times? Oof. Oh, that's really hard. I guess the flyers, because it would make my children happy. <laughs> uh, and Kong is just not worth <laughs> an hour wait, no matter how you, no matter what the trade-off is, Kong is just not worth it. Um, and the car doesn't even drive around the front anymore. What? When that attraction first opened, the car used to drive out the front and then go into that first scene. Right. And now it doesn't anymore. Oh my gosh. I haven't been on it in a minute and there's now less or more reason to not ride it anymore. Pretty much. Yes, exactly. You're not missing anything. And that cute, I don't know what they thought when they built that ride because that queue line is serious like just the length of it even if there's not a line is it takes quite a it's, while to get to the ride yes it's very low capacity i think is what the main yes. issue is and yeah. the turnaround and stuff it it's crazy so if you guys are passionate <laughs> skip and kong skip kong i would say if you haven't done it and you're curious about it do a 20 minute or wait or 20 minute yes. less but other than yes. that just just skip it yeah, definitely skip that. Awesome. Well, I have. If it's a asked- walk on, like you said, yes. Oh, absolutely. Walk on, absolutely. But um, Dan, I haven't even asked you my usual questions yet, so let's <laughs> jump into those. We've been just having so much fun. All right. So the first question I ask every single guest is, "Why do you love theme parks?" My parents have been like they raised. First of all, they raised me as a Disney baby. Disney movies, Disney bedroom constantly changing like the theme of my room all the time, whether it be like Minnie or Winnie the Pooh or Disney, like I constantly feel like they were changing my comforters and um, Disney movies, like I said. And then they we actually visited Disneyland more when I was younger. So my first memories of Disney are actually Disneyland, even though we did go to Florida too. we have a lot of our Disneyland vacations on videotape. My dad used a camcorder a lot. So my love for Disneyland is close to my heart. Um, but that's really where like my love for theme parks happened. And we would go to Disney just as much as we would go to Universal Studios. So those have always been like to like hand in hand. I didn't go to Disney more than Universal. It was just always we would do both. So that's where it came from. And like Disney and Universal in the nineties is just my thing. I love that. So you, so you've probably experienced the Jaws attraction. Yes. Mm -hmm. 
Oh, see, that's something a lot of people that I've interviewed, um, which another question we'll get to later, is that's a retired ride that they would love to do or at least re-ride because they were too little to understand it or appreciate it as much. Mm-hmm. And I think and I, I truly love that your parents did both parks. It wasn't just because what I run into it's majority Disney and then they go to Universal later on in their life, which is what happened with me. And also, too, I love that you went to Disneyland as well. And did you grow up in Florida or um, where did you grow up originally? I grew up in New York is where I'm from, oh. but we would just vacation everywhere. Well, not everywhere. We would vacation Florida, California, Vegas, Um but it wasn't just Disney and Universal. We would always, if we were on a trip, we would always hit SeaWorld too. Um, So we did a lot, like just all in all theme parks. And wherever I've lived in my life, it seems like a theme park was always just nearby. We live, I grew up in New York and we would travel to like Dorney Park in Pennsylvania, um, just all different small theme parks. And we lived in Jersey for a little bit and we had season passes to Six Flags. And while those are lovely like we I just feel like theme parks are always close by to me no matter where I lived so it's just always been a constant in my life and I just love them that is amazing and that makes me so happy for you and just again and I love that you love Disneyland because I kind of grew up just only going to Disney World and then 2016 first time I went to Disneyland and it took me a little while but after living there and going there so often like there's just something special about Disneyland in comparison to Disney World you just can't quite put a pin on and it doesn't happen immediately so do you do you agree with me yes 100% I think the nostalgia is really big time in Disneyland because you know like a lot of the original attractions are there for me I think it's just the thought of knowing like Walt was there And Mm -hmm. just that feeling of like, I just feel like his spirit is alive in Disneyland and we miss that here in Walt Disney World. And um, so that for me is like the biggest thing that and then just the nostalgia of it all. And I don't know, like, yeah, it just has that little something. I don't know. You walk down Main Street, you see his apartment there and you just like he was here. It just adds to like everything. And the pace is I feel like much slower than it is here at Walt Disney World. Um, Yeah, I feel like it's a slower pace at Disneyland. I don't know if it's because like there's only two parks to do or what, but it's just a slower vibe here at Walt Disney World. There's so much to see and do. I feel like everybody's just trying to pack it all in into a few days and it takes away from like the magic of everything, the details of everything, I think kind of get lost at Walt Disney World. They're there, but they're just like, you have to slow down to see them. Whereas in Disneyland, maybe you have a little more time. I don't know if it's the California vibe or what, but for for me, it's just a different atmosphere. Yeah, it's different, different atmosphere for sure. I, I describe uh, Disneyland as a small town where everybody kind of knows everybody. And Disney World is yes. the New York City hustle bustle. So right off of what you've been saying without even you exactly. knowing that, I always say that. So that is wonderful. Um, have your kids been to Disneyland? They have not. And my mm-hmm. husband has never been to Disneyland either. So that's going to be a whole thing. <laughs> I haven't been in six years. 
seven, six or seven years it's been since I've been to Disneyland. <gasps> oh my so gosh. So I'm due go for a trip. Quick and then we'll have them come on <laughs> and talk time. about their first Disneyland trip led by you. <laughs> Alrighty, so we had a little technical difficulties, but we are back. And my next question is, and this is a very, very tough question. So take your time if you need it. Not necessarily your favorite character, but what character do you most identify with that you are the most similar to? I think I identify with Tiana a little bit because I went to culinary school. So I do love cooking and I do know the meaning of hard work. So I think what comes to mind for me is definitely her at first. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I love the stepsisters. So I think I have a little bit of a goofy side. So I identify with them a little bit because they're a little quirky, a little weird. And I love that about them. So Lots of high energy for sure. (laughs) The stepsisters in the original animated movie and any other variation of it always get a bad rap, but the stepsisters at the parks, they're oh, they're great. Yeah, they're a hoot to me. I love when they're you know, any handsome young man at the parks, they're like, Are you single? Are you a prince? and like (laughs) yelling at them across the way. So good. Um, have you seen any videos from the international parks of the stepsisters? No, I haven't. Okay, there's one video where um, I can't remember which sister is which because I always get them mixed up. But um, one of the sisters with red hair, they're walking past Ariel and they go, hi, fishy. <laughs> they go, oh. that's the girl that um, brushes her hair with cutlery. <laughs> like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> that's hysterical. Oh, my gosh. It's, it's so funny. But have you um, ever met them in the parks or had any fun interactions with them in the parks? I had a really fun interaction with them when my son was a baby. They just really like, um, I was holding him and they sort of came in really close and just started making like super funny faces at him, just trying to make him to laugh. And um, I have a picture of um, him with both of their heads, like just really close to him making a silly face. Um, So that I think was like the one memorable moment I've had with them, but I haven't seen, I have, I mean, they're in the parks now, but I haven't caught them recently when I've been there. Gotcha. They, they are kind of hard to find for sure. And then I think yeah. Lady Tremaine is even a whole nother level of hard to spot them. So I, I totally agree, but they're, they're again, and so the whole crew fun. is my favorite. Mm-hmm. I love that whole, I'd fit right in with that family. <laughs> I love, I just love the stepsisters, Tremaine, and Lucifer. I'm a little bit of Lucifer too sometimes. I'm a little like, I just want to be by myself. <laughs> gassy thing. Yes, yes. Yes. How tall are you? 5'3". Five, 5'3". Three. Five, three. Okay. I was going to say. Yes. You, I'm itty bitty. You're itty bitty. <laughs> I was like, I'm 5'10". So we could do a, a Disney bound of Lady Tremaine and then one of the stepsisters, whichever you're choosing. We can just find another little short person. But you Guys, I, if you're not watching the video or seen her on Instagram, she's absolutely stunning. And you are perfect princess height, maybe even Tinkerbell Thanks. height. 
That's true. I met somebody recently in the parks. They stopped me um, to say hi, and they're like, "You're so itty bitty." They were like, "I thought you were so tall." I'm like, "No." I'm like, "You're just very small." You photograph tall. That's good. You know how to pose and elongate (laughs) your body. Whereas me, I usually get when people meet me in person, they're like, "You are a lot taller than I thought." I'm like, "Yes, yes, I am." (laughs) I, I photograph the opposite, so I need to take cues from you on how to photograph taller. <laughs> taller, yes. Yes. So a lot of the Tremaine family and a lot of Tiana as well. That is yes. awesome. Um, okay, my next question is, and I kind of hinted at it earlier, is if you could go on any retired ride, whether it be Disney or Universal, whether you've been on it or not, what would it be? Hmm. Jaws is a really good one, but if I think about a Disney attraction, I mean, I would really like to ride the great movie ride again. I would like to do that. I love Runaway Railway, but it was, I enjoyed the nostalgia of great movie ride too. So I would say that. And Jaws is, I mean, Jaws was amazing. I'd love to do that. And I fear for my life that they'll get rid of E.T. Because I think it's the only original attraction that's left at Universal Studios. They closed the Fievel area, mm-hmm. and I grew up with that. So I was heartbroken when they recently closed that because my kids enjoyed it so much too. It was like such a weird, not a weird experience. It was like a beautiful experience because I have so many pictures of me in that area. And then now my kids like loved that area too. And then they closed it. I'm like, no, bring it back. So that is definitely something I'd love for them to bring back. But it'll be something new and great. I, I feel like that area definitely has big shoes to fill because there is such a limited area for cho- like very small children. I know we mentioned uh, talked about the Jurassic Camp Jurassic play area on the the island side of Universal, but and then now the Minions Land area. But I think they that back area that was like truly a playground and whatnot. And the same friend that had kids, we went to that ball pit, that Curious George ball pit kind of area in the back. Yes. And I had so much fun playing back there too. It was so fun. <laughs> Just like Yeah, and that whole water area. They really liked that area. Yeah, it's so great. And it gives chance for parents to hang back and relax or be crazy like me and sweat my butt off and play in that area too. And help me. It is hot in that ball. It was hot in that ball pit for sure. Yes. Ball but ball hopefully ball. maybe we'll get a secret life of pets ride like they have at Hollywood. I think that would be really cute back there. Absolutely. Again, big shoes to fill. Um, yeah. And then my very last question is, what attraction would you be devastated if it got demolished during your lifetime? Updates and improvements are acceptable, though. I don't know. So I think for Universal, it would definitely be E.T. just because it's like the last thing that's there. And I love the smell of that ride. I, If you've experienced it before, going into the forest, I, if I could just make my whole house smell like that, I would love that. So I would definitely tie myself to E.T., um, but for Disney, I don't know. Um, maybe the people mover, just because I love it. Yeah. Or living with the land. I think maybe I'm one of the only people that likes living with the land, too, but I love that ride. Listen, living with the land has its own cult. I swear. Yeah, I, I, sure. I interviewed someone a day or two ago 
and they said living with the land was one of their favorites and i i asked them why i'm like what what makes you personally love living with the land I, it's not one of my favorites but i do enjoy it but not as much to some people so why do you love it i would love to know it's just really calming i think when you sit in the front row and you have the water just like really close to you, it's just really calming. And I think it's one of those things, again, that it's been there so long that it's just part of like an experience that I've had throughout the years. Cause I was a cast member for 10 years too. And when I would go to the parks a lot, wait, yeah, wait, I was a cast wait. member for 10 years. What did you do? Yes. So I started out on the Disney College program as a pastry chef at the Grand Floridian. <gasps> so fancy. Yeah. Second and question. I, about, wait, 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 wait. Before you di- dive more, where did you live during your college program? <laughs> Vista. And I loved it. Me too. You did too. So yeah, I loved it. <laughs> yes. I oh loved it. Yes. I love my apartments. I love my roommates. It was a great experience at Vista. So that is so cool. Okay. We're just finding all of these similarities and yes. I'm like, were we in the same apartment? <laughs> okay. So you did the college program. You lived at Vista way. And yes. um, what else? Did, how, what, how did your Disney career blossom a little bit? If you want to. Yes. When I went back to finish my degree, I was like a campus representative for Disney. Um, to like recruit new people to the college program while I was finishing up school. Um, And I also worked at a Disney outlet um, just to kind of like keep my status with the company. And then after college, I worked as a restaurant manager, not for Disney. And I was in Pennsylvania at the time. And I was just like, I need to get back to Florida as soon as possible. And the recruiter that I worked with um, as the campus representative, from the campus representative thing, um, he said, just take whatever interview they'll give you, whatever job they give you, take it. And then you can move around after you put some time in. So I took a part-time job in Dino Land, um, working on all the dinosaur attractions. So I went from like a salaried, making a decent salary restaurant manager right out of school. And I picked up everything, drove in my car and lived with a family member in Tampa that I hadn't seen in years. and I would, I was working in Dino Land, and I loved it. I became a trainer, and then I moved to. I wanted to get into like what more of my degree was, which was hotel and hospitality management. Mm-hmm. So um, I got into front desk at the boardwalk, but it was the graveyard shift to start, which was very interesting <laughs> for I can sure. <laughs> yeah, I've seen a lot of things at the boardwalk. It's a crazy place. <laughs> Especially Um, close to uh, jelly rolls. Yes, exactly. Yeah, there's a lot in the Atlantic City Dance Hall over there. There's a lot going on. Um, But it was fun. And then I moved to day shift with that. And I did guest relations um, for a couple of years. My home was downtown Disney at the time. It wasn't Disney Springs yet. They were just sort of transitioning into Disney Springs. Um, But I would pick up shifts in all the different parks. Where did you work at Disney Springs again? I'm sorry, I missed that. Guest Relations. Guest Relations. Okay. What year was that? So that had to have been close to around the time that you were in the college program. Because I worked at World of Disney in Mm, Yeah. It was when we – so Guest Relations was still in that little photo pass area. Yes. 
yes. that they have now. That's when I was there. I wasn't there when they moved to the new building. So it was yeah. right during that time. I was there for like two two years or so in guest relations, but I didn't ever I had not worked for Disney by the time it moved like completely to a new building. Right. Yeah, my um, I my college program was already done. They they announced it was gonna be Disney Springs, but nothing had formally started for the Disney Springs. Gotcha. And then I came back a few l- years later and I'm like, where's everything? I'm lost. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my gosh. I know, we it probably have so yeah. And so we probably have crossed paths without Definitely. realizing it because I know I've c- taken shortcuts through that guest relations area because it's like the string of yes. buildings to get yeah, an early sandwich on my breaks. <laughs> yes, we would get our Earl of Sandwich all the time. I did work in merchandise for a little bit. Back when I did my college program, I picked up shifts at the Emporium. Oh, um, that is a brave yeah. soul of you. Yes. And at the time, I don't know how it is now at the college program, but at the time, if um, the area would sponsor you to take the training at Disney University, then you can pick up shifts in like a different line of business. So I, the bakery at the Grand Floridian was lovely, like doing all the desserts for all the restaurants and the wedding cakes and whatnot, but it was not guest facing at all. Like I didn't ever see any guests. So I was, I went to one of the managers at the Emporium and I'm like, I would really like love to pick up shifts here. And so they sponsored me to take the Matra training, which is the computer system or the merchandise system. You know, now that you say that, it's, it's like, that sounds like a faint memory. Like, yes, it's like cobwebs back there. (laughs) Yes. And so they, I was trained to do all that and I would pick up shifts there and um, where I ended with Disney was at PhotoPass guest support. Ooh. So that's right around. I had weight loss surgery. I've lost. Uh, I've lost oh, like over 150 pounds, and I had that surgery when I was working for Disney in PhotoPass guest support. So guest support like finds people's photos if they're not on their memory maker or. In the parks, if you take a photo pass picture and the little magic that they add to the photos is missing, like we would be the people to like find all that and add all of that. And I really liked that too. That was, I really loved that. And then I got super sick from my weight loss surgery, had lots of surgeries and complications. And I was on medical leave for um, like a year. I think that was like the limit that Disney would allow. And then that I was just too sick. I had a feeding tube at the time. Oh um, just a mess. Yeah. So that's when like my career with the company left. And yeah, maybe one day again. I don't know. Maybe one day. Well, you are doing amazing things. And I'm, you know, who Thank knows you. if you would have stayed with Disney that, you know, your your own creations and your own fun and going to multiple theme parks, like who knows if that would have happened or not, you know? And so I, yes. I'm a true believer in everything happens for a reason. I mean, not not necessarily has to be that extreme of having a feeding tube and being really sick, but yeah. you know, maybe the universe yes, is like, all right, exactly. Deanna, let's go. Let's not, we're done with Disney. Yeah. Let's <laughs> move on. Oh, yeah, gosh. exactly. But that is an incredible, that's a, that's a story in and of itself. Oh my gosh. Yes. Lots of layers. (laughs) Lots of layers. Well, I feel like I know you so much more now and we have secretly crossed paths without even realizing it. Yes. Um, 
but I'll let you take it away and share your most magical moment, even though you've already done amazing storytelling as is. So I'll let you take it away. I met my husband when he was on his college program when we were working at Animal Kingdom. So that's just a little like backstory where I met my husband to go into my magical moment. So I met he was um, he did like ticket sales at Magic Kingdom in the booths like before you would enter the park. Um So that's how I met him. But my magical moment is that we got engaged during Illuminations at Epcot. I had no idea that that was even going to happen. We had never looked at rings. He did everything on his own. And while the fireworks were going off, he proposed right next to um, where they have the dessert parties kind of near England, the fish chips area i don't know what that that little like it's lower down closer to the water yes wait i want to back up a little bit let's go back (laughs) to animal kingdom first stop so he was working ticket sales in the front and you're working in dino land and for those that don't know and i picked up one shift to animal Kingdom. the only reason i know this but at the end of dino land past dinosaur ride there's a big wall i feel like if you just go like 10 steps backstage you're at the front of animal kingdom whereas a guest perspective you have to do a long loop cross over a bridge go to the tree of life then cross over another bridge and then walk to the front even though backstage area it's just boop so right i'm assuming you all met backstage or how how did you guys meet me at at animal kingdom but how did that happen okay so (laughs) so i was at a party with some friends and um one of my friends said oh my gosh i think you'd vibe with this guy really well you should message him um and she gave me like not first or anything or i'm like she's like you should message him online he's on his college program and so i searched on facebook later that night when i got home wasn't on instagram and i found somebody by the name she had told me the name adam but somehow in my mind that went to a different name that begins with A. And I found somebody online and I messaged them and I was like, hi, my friend said we'd get along so well, yada, yada, yada. Well, that actually wound up being my husband's roommate. So I don't like just fate stepped in because the person that I actually messaged was his roommate that she was like, it was just strange. And, I'll, and yeah. she was like, he was like, no, that's my roommate, but I'm cool too. You can talk to me. Yes, and then yes. that's when I found out that he worked at Animal Kingdom. And then we would meet up, you know, like when we were on our breaks and stuff like that. We didn't like cross paths at Animal Kingdom, but okay. it was just a weird situation that I was messaging whoever Yeah, it was supposed to be. And it wound up being his roommate, which was crazy he's like no that person you're looking for is my roommate but i'm cool you can you know hang out with me and then we met and we had our first date at food and wine festival at epcot it was just weird that she had said message this person and it could have been anybody online that i was looking for but it wound up being his roommate that she was actually speaking of so yes and who knows like 
it, it almost sounds like it could be a Disney movie where it's like, oh, by happenstance, you message this person. But what would have happened if you message the one your friend originally told you to? Yes. Like, you never know. And but I know you're happily married and everything and you have two wonderful children. So it all worked out. It all worked out. His roommate was actually not very nice. So I'm happy that well, you didn't end <laughs> up marrying that- him. Yes, exactly. Yeah. That's what you do. You message somebody, then you get married immediately. <laughs> like all the movies. Um, anyway, so you guys are doing your college program very close by so you guys can spend time together or be behind the scenes or after work and stuff. He was on his college program. I was working already for oh, Disney. Yes, yes. You have already been there done your college time. program. Yeah. Got it, got it. And he lived in something commons. Oh, yes, commons. the commons. The commons. Yes, yes. yes. I think that's where he lived. Oh, he's not program. as cool as us Vista Way people. <laughs> no, I know. He had a, a bougier apartment than we had at Vista. But... Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Any, anybody that was outside of Vista had a bougier apartment than us. Very true. Yes. <laughs> they don't but my air conditioning worked and it was great. So, yes, yes. That's, that's all, all that mattered. Needed. Okay, so uh, how long did you guys date? Like, did he have to, you know, after the college program, some people stay, some people go back home. What happened with him? How did that all work out? He did stay and he went on to be full time with Disney in HR. He works in HR, my husband. Um, And if I'm telling the truth, he really didn't want a girlfriend at the time. He just was in a different spot of his life, more like he just wanted to hang with his friends. And we actually um, didn't speak for a couple of years. I was engaged to somebody else. And yeah. Not the roommate. <laughs> no, not the roommate. That would have been drama. <laughs> no, not the roommate. Um, no, we just went on our different ways. And then um, when I had my weight loss surgery, the person that I was with was just not supportive of what I, you know, where I was at in my life and getting the surgery. And we just, it just didn't work out. That's how it happened. And Adam came back into my life shortly after that. I was just seeking somebody, like some support, you know, from somebody who I knew would understand. So I had messaged Adam and that's, you know, he was there for me. And then it just, we just came back together. So. Oh my goodness. Sorry. You want to elaborate a little more what happened next? I would love to know. So after it didn't work out with my old um, ex fiance, um, Adam and I, like that was when I started to get really sick, right? Around when I went septic was um, around the time that me and my ex had parted. And um, really, honestly, we just reconnected and he helped me get through a lot of like my illness. What, you know, there were times where I couldn't really like shower myself or anything. And he would, he like really stepped up to help me because my, all of my family, I didn't have anybody here. All of my family was upstate in New York or Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then, yeah, we dated for, we just, we got married during COVID. So I actually had like, everything has been like really not (laughs) traditional in a sense. I had um, my son before we got married. I had my daughter before we got married and we got married during COVID two. So I think it was two years ago now. So I was already starting on my Instagram journey. Yeah. Like a, just a different um, story, but 
how long did we date before we got married? Oh my goodness. It had to have been like five, like a very long time. It was a long time because I haven't been sick now for years. So it had to have been like five years or so, four or five years. Yeah. And so Mm -hmm. um, at the point of the engagement, did you already have your son or daughter or um, were they not born quite yet or how did that all happen? Yes. When we got engaged, I had my son and my daughter. I was pregnant with my daughter at the time. So we have pictures of him like down on one knee and he's like kissing my belly in the moment. It was a really special moment. Yeah. That is so, so but I was pregnant with her at the time. Oh my gosh. And so, mm-hmm. all right. So deep diving even more. So the day, the day you get engaged, are you knowing you're doing a special dessert party? Are you like, set the scene for us. Like, how are you feeling? Like, I know you mentioned earlier, like, you know, you hadn't looked, you didn't look at ring sizes together. Tell, tell us all about that. So it was actually one of my friends got married that day at Disney. We had spent the afternoon at um, the Living Seas was her reception. And Whoa. then everybody partied. Yes, she had a really nice little wedding at the Living Seas. And then everybody sort of went their ways for the day to enjoy their day. The wedding was like earlier in the day. And then we all went to um, her dessert party, which was at Epcot right next to that little platform we were talking about. That's yes, So it was yes. at her dessert party. But I had no clue that she was in on this whole thing. So she was the one that like orchestrated the whole proposal um her wedding photographers took our maternity photos with my son and that's who did her wedding so she had them um they were already there and prepared to like take pictures of adam and i like she really had it all um set up which was crazy because it was her um wedding day and when he got down on one knee i sort of like i whipped my head around before even i looked at him i was like looking at her like is this okay like do you know like do you know this is about to happen and she was like this was all me like i'm like okay because i'm like oh my gosh who gets engaged at like Yes, there's their friends dessert party, you know. So I've heard a lot of horror stories of people getting engaged at somebody's wedding, and so I'm I'm glad that you checked in, and I'm so thankful that your friend was like, "Oh, I helped plan all this, or I orchestrated all of this." You just had on his way down to his knee, and I have the video. Somebody was video recording. All you see is my head like whip around to her. And you see her like give me the okay, and I'm like okay, because <laughs> I was so, you know, I would have been this. like get up, get up, get up, like no, this I'll never happened. <laughs> yes, nobody saw this. Nobody saw this happen. Um, but she like they orchestrated the whole thing together to be like this whole magical moment, and the photographers were ready because I thought it was weird too that um, at the dessert party for the fireworks, they were sort of pushing Adam and I up to like the front railing and i'm like why is everybody like making sure that we're at the front railing you know to watch i'm like we could just watch from wherever we were sitting it's not a big deal and then he proposed and i'm like oh it's because they wanted the pictures and they wanted you know they were setting the whole thing up but they're like don't be suspicious don't be suspicious (laughs) exactly (laughs) like what is going on something was going on like i sensed it but i'm like we had never discussed like getting married or getting rings or anything so it wasn't on my mind i just knew i'm like why is 
why are they pushing us to the front? Like, what's going on? Um, but yeah, was, was like son whole... there attending the wedding and got to be a part of the proposal, or was he no, was he was not a part of it. Okay. Yes. Well, he was with my yeah. We were staying in a hotel because we were not living in Orlando at the time, and my friend watched him. But no, he wanted it just to be like a moment. But Adelina was there; she was in my belly. So yeah, technically, <laughs> she was there. Yep, she could. Yes. Mm-hmm. If she can use that as ammo, if they're ever in like a bickering argument, like I was there when mom <laughs> and dad got engaged. <laughs> It's right. How sweet. You were at the hotel. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a complicated store. I feel like my life is just like many layers, many layers, but it like all comes together. So beautiful. You know? And yeah. you're living your dream. You have amazing family. You're living and going to the theme parks and um, I'm assuming making a career out of it. Is this your only job? Yes. Mm-hmm. That is I incredible. stay at home with the babies and this is what I do. I am going to be a mess because my daughter starts school on the 10th, pre-VPK, they call it. Um, I was a mess when my son went to kindergarten last year, like (laughs) a wreck. But she was actually like consoling me, like, it'll be okay. He'll be home soon. You know, she was there for me. And now she's going to go to school. And I'm like, I have nobody. What am I going to do? What am I going to do? But I'm going to try and utilize the time to be productive with my content. I'm going to try and think positively, but it's just going to be so weird because she's always with me. She's a little Always. Yeah. It's going to be like, are you? But I got used to him being at school, you know? (laughs) I'll get used to them both being at school, but. (laughs) Are you going to be like making more content or is it going to be at home because you're sad because you want your kids kiddos (laughs) to be home? Like. I will probably be depressed the first week, <laughs> but um, no, I definitely think I'm going to utilize the time that they're at school to go to the parks and capture content. Um, it, I mean, anybody who brings their kids to Disney knows, or even if you've gone with friends to Disney family with that have kids, it's like a whole thing, you know, it's like yes. a completely different experience. Even me, like going to the grocery store by myself, I'm constantly like, looking around thinking that they're with me i'm like what do i do with all this my hands all this space you know so it's gonna take a while to get used to it exactly (laughs) yeah i really think i'm gonna use the time to go to the park and take pictures and do more things that i want to do yeah i thought about because i after high school, I thought about getting a nursing degree instead of going culinary school. So I've thought about doing that too. It's something that crosses my mind. Do I want to go back to school to be an RN or do I want to just strictly continue on this journey that I'm at? So we'll see how I feel when, you know, they're officially at school right now, they're home and it's summertime and I'm kind of just like trying to enjoy it. Yeah. But it's, it's very close. They start school on August 10th. So it's oh going to be quick. Yeah. And how are they feeling? Are they excited? Are they nervous? I think they're both really excited. Yeah. She knows that I'm going to be upset. So she'll be like, I want to stay home with you. And then other times she'll be like, it'll be okay. We'll be home like early. It'll be okay. She tries because she, she saw like how upset I was with my son. Um, and I think that contributes to my son was a preemie. He was born at 29 weeks. Um, he was only two pounds when he was born. And like, he has, you know, like, it, I don't know, just it, it, 
him being ripped away again, like he was ripped away into the NICU, it kind of like, it was scary for me when he started brings, kindergarten. But yes, I can, I can, the flood of emotions were probably coming back even more so than. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, so that's, I kind of felt like, oh my gosh, he's gone again. And, um, but she was there for me, like, I mean, really, truly. Uh, and she was three at the time, really just being like, mom, it's okay. He'll be back. It's just a few hours. You're okay. I'm like, what am I going to do when she's there? You know, because my husband works during the day. So I'm going to be yeah. truly all alone, but I'm going to. You got it. You're a strong mama. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, Dan, thank you so much for sharing, sharing so much. Like you did not have to, and it was such an incredible story um, with, you know, your Disney career and then now your family and everything leading up to it. And then that magical moment. And I, I truly love that you like, first thing you thought of was to check with your friend. Yes. <laughs> a very good friend of you and a very good friend of her to be like, yes, get, get engaged at my wedding. Yes. 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 <laughs> but very selfless of her to yes. do that. I was worried. I was, if I, if, I think I've posted the video once or twice um, on my page. So it's probably buried somewhere in there, but you can see me like, yes, <laughs> it's funny. I'll have to watch my it. Oh my gosh. But where can people again, find you and follow all of your adventures and all the content you're going to create? <laughs> My tag is Deanna Style on all social media platforms. So it's Deanna Style on TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, and I have my own webpage. It's DeannaStyle.com, which is just an overview of like the things we talked about today, more like backstory to who I am, um, content that I've done in the past, people I've worked with, just a little bit more of me than you can see, like when you go to my feed and just see my highlight tiles and stuff, just a little bit more. I love that just to know you more in depth. And I got to say, thank you so much for taking the time to do this. And I can't wait to run into you at Halloween Horror Nights and we'll go get scared yes. together. It'll be so fun. You're absolutely, tall. you can hide behind me. Um, I do fall down. So be, be on the look. look out. <laughs> Yep, I've done it. My mom, when she gets scared when we're walking through the house, her response is to duck down on the floor. Yep. So I have to constantly like tug her pants the entire time up, like and pick her up every time she jumps. It's yes. <laughs> it's like her thing. When I get scared, I'm like, ah! She yes. drops to the floor. Is that what you do? That's what I do. I think her and I should get a pair of overalls to have a friend be like, nope, come on. <laughs> Exactly. Just pull you along. Just you need like a little zip line that just drags you through the yes. house. Yes. Oh my. Deanna, again, thank you so much for coming on. It was seriously a delight having you. And um, yeah, I can't wait to see all of the amazing fun content you create. Okay.